0: Okay, what is Good Divine Dolls? All right, so, um, this is so interesting how everything is kind of unfolding. Um, so, I was starting to listen to, um, uh, Mina on Universe Guru, and here's what is so interesting. Um, I... I want to say this. Y'all understand that I am analytical. Uh, I know that I don't have the most popular comment beliefs, but I pick up on certain things. But I think that it helps us understand things. And so hearing um, Mina talk about her perspective of, of single women going becoming recluses and going to a log cabin helped me understand why she talks to like single women because um the way that she does because she is in a successful marriage and she has fifty eleven children right and so the funny thing is i have come to understand that about her content i don't want to be in a relationship so i stay away from those the reason i clicked on the video is because she was talking about how you can have success and happiness as a homo sapien woman so y'all know me you know it's a panty dropper I'm there like what's good let's go you know type of a thing so um what was so funny is she started off and I I have to go back and listen to it because it's two hours um and it sounds like she is talking from her heart space not that she doesn't or hasn't but the way that she started off the the message is so beautiful because she talks about how if she had to give advice to her daughter basically or her younger self this would be it so she's talking about it from that aspect but one of the first things she said is kind of like, you know, a lot of women talk about wanting to be single and, uh, I mean, yeah, about being, wanting to be single and so they'll just go to a log cabin and become a recluse and just live in a cabin with no, you know, with just books. And it made me laugh and this is why conversations are so important because I'm learning that I'm uh not as... um. I'm learning to empathize with people a little bit more. And I think it's easier for me to empathize if I understand their perception. And I've started to say this too. I give people the benefit of the doubt because I really don't see what they're seeing from their end. And to me, it's kind of like, how did this person get to this conclusion? Why did they talk this way? Why are they saying that? A lot of you know, like one of the, the... content creators that I, I'm kind of like just a little bit, if I'm honest, disgruntled with, it's kind of like F black excellence da, 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 and the relationship with black women. And so I'm like, I know there's something I don't understand um, that. And because I can't see what they're seeing it, it's. And so when she started to talk about the log black, you know, what single women going into a log cabin, it was an aha moment for me because, again, you have to understand, She, I understood that she's married and she has children. And so it kind of felt like she's trying to get us women to get in a relationship. And she's like, no, but you don't understand. You need to be in a relationship like this is something you really need. We were born for this. We were DNA made for this. And it was just kind of like, OK, we're going to like we're going to be OK. We don't need a man. You know, we're just here for the and so but when she started to explain that the way that she perceives the single woman is being a recluse in a log cabin far away from society with just books, I was like, ah, I understand your perception, and now I understand why you're trying to push so hard for single women to get into a relationship because to her being in a relationship equates to having community. It equates to her having people around her. It equates to her having um basically like a husband and or children that are going to love her. And so then that's when I was like, "No." And I think that when you kind of start to understand why a why another woman is trying to force another like another man on you, so she's doing it because that means happiness to her so that is her way of saying that she wants happiness for you but the thing is um this is where we have i think some misconceptions about what being single really means because um i think and i got this speaking of which from princella she said having not having a man is not what makes you single what makes you single is not having a community so she also talked about how, do you know how many children we have in the world that don't have parents that we can adopt? And so I am so much more than who I am married to or that I gave birth to actual physical children. A lot of you know, I I talk a lot about my niece and being involved in her life. And it really does take a community to raise a child because when her mom and dad are not able to be at the games, guess who was there cheering her on? you know, rooting, cheering for her and connecting with her and making sure she's doing good in her academics. Although she, the girl is smart. She really don't really need me in that aspect, but just there to provide support and spend time with her and, and, and sillier in that way. Right. So, um, another thing too, I talked about, uh, and this was so sad because I started to record this message and my battery was about to die, and I I had forgotten, and I started recording. And then, when I'm talking, I'm sometimes um. I go like into another kind of like a plane, and I kind of. Sometimes when you hear me get distracted, is because I basically like I'm in in space basically, and then something will catch my eye, or and then I will I will drop out of that like ethereal state. And just kind of like come back to reality, and then I have to regroup myself. Um, and so when I was talking, like my eyes were closed, and I was like looking up, kind of, but like in a different. And then when I was done, done saying what I had to say, I looked at my phone. My phone was dead. I hadn't been recording anything. So <clears throat> that just gives you a little bit of insight. So, but one of the things I talked about is like, even though I. Uh, To me, being single doesn't mean that I go to a log cabin and it's just me on my books. And it was funny to hear her kind of parrot some of the things that men say in terms of like, um, you know, just get a dog and die. And I think that men have that concept and so do women. And they'll say like, well, I don't want to die alone with the dog. Well, this is the thing, right? Because remember I talked about how you can have the log cabin, you can have lesbianism, or you can have the golden girls era. And I talk about how like... Me, I'm single, I don't have a husband, um, and I don't have kids, but I'm still somebody's daughter, I still engage with my parents, I'm at their house right now, right, I still have brothers, and I even have an adopted younger sister in the sense of like, um, and I feel like the way that I told the story was so good, but I'm going to try to repeat, and all of you know this, I talk about my little sister just about as much as my, my, my niece, um, but she has two younger brothers and i have three younger brothers and at that point both of her parents were like they're done having kids and so i always wanted a sister i didn't care if it was older or younger um but i still remember when my baby brother when my mom was pregnant with my last brother um i still remember i prayed before she went in the hospital i still remember like we you know kneeling and praying before she went i'm like dear jesus Thank you for my mommy having a baby. And I thank you if it's a boy or a girl, I'm still going to love my baby. And then that was my prayer. And then they had to like rush her off to the hospital and they brought a little boy and I loved him so much. And I he was like basically like my doll, right? So that was the most hands-on. Like my mom wasn't, for the most part, when I was older, I had to take on more responsibilities. But he was like my real-life doll, Um, and so, you know, I am actually the closest to him, um, out of my other two brothers and stuff like that. The one after me, we're, we're okay. We're kind of like good brother and sister, but he, he still has his little ways, but I'm the closest to my youngest brother. But, and so, but in either event, both of my parents were done having kids. And so we have a picture of this, but my little sister, she is panamanian and Cuban Panamanian and Cuban y'all yeah, she yeah, and so um she had her hair in like little pigtails with like the little flowers, which is very panamanian type thing baby she's the baby her she's the baby and I'm the oldest. And they had her in this bright pink dress, and she was so cute and full of energy. And um, it was right here at, like, my parents, in my parents' backyard. And I'm just this tall, like, lean girl, like, long arms, long legs, long torso. I was so skinny that my collarbones were sticking out, and I had, like, thick, bushy eyebrows, and type of a thing and like these big eyes and type of thing and so they took a picture of like when they they had introduced us it was on a sabbath because we are we all have the same religion so um and they're like this is your little sister and stuff and (laughs) and both of our names coincidentally start with the same letter so uh yeah so oh my gosh, she was so excited. I was so excited. And we still talk to this day. So I still have someone that I can talk with. And um, so I still have relationship with people. I still have communion. And um, what was so interesting too, is like, y'all know, I tried with these, with these males, right? I talk a lot about my exes and stuff and I think about like what I wanted out of the relationships with them and in the last podcast I talked about how I came to understand that we were actually codependent on each other he would depend on me for to be the soft for him to when anytime he wanted to express or emote his emotions or get rejuvenated on like the cuz feminine essence is rejuvenating and it's something that we carry within ourselves but anytime he wanted to feel the soft element, the soft touch, the the gentleness, the like a gentle caress, or like the hand holding and the soft tones and everything that comes up, he would come around and. You know, you could tell sometimes when he would come, he'd be a little bit down or just tired. But every time he would leave, he would just be, like, skipping through the daisies. And I just said the same joke last time, and I was laughing, joking, but I'm joking about it now, too. Like, he just left ten times better, but sometimes that meant I would be, like, vampire drained. But um, I think that... You still can have community. And the other thing I wanted to circle back to all those kids that need to be taken care of. Just because you don't have a, t- a husband or a um boyfriend or thing like that. You can still be maternal. You can still adopt. You know, you can still volunteer your time. You can still have a network of people that you communicate with daily. Right. Um, and. so there's that aspect, right, and then, um, you can still adopt children, and you can still be maternal, I think that I get to see that with my niece, right, for the time that she's in my care, I get to think about what is her, um, what are her needs, like clothing, or food, shelter, protection, right, mental stimulation, and that type of thing, keeping her encouraged. What is her spirituality like? I don't have to be a mother, her mother to be able to provide those things to her. And um, even growing up, you know, this is why sometimes as much as we talk about um, women in the church, you know, one of the things about women in the church, every time you have prayer meetings, say what you want to. You know, they're going to pray to white Jesus, white masculine Jesus, but at least they have something to look forward to when they cook and they talk together. Matter of fact, um, we live close to a blue zone. And Costa Rica is a blue zone as well. But there are seven, there are several components that make there are, if I'm not mistaken, there are seven, five to seven blue zones in the world. Um, I live about maybe half an hour away from one of them. And um, the other one is in, in Costa Rica, right? But one of the things that make it a blue zone, blue zone is uh, people that you have the most octogenarians or the more most people that live to 100 years or longer, right? And what part of the lifestyle of those octogenarians or people that live over the years, uh, over 100 years, is a sense of community. So because of the religion that I'm in, um, in the particular religion that I, that my parents um, raised me in, and what sets it, sets it up apart from the other religions is that they have a day of rest, right? Which is so funny because we've been talking about the importance of stillness, even in the age of uh, um, Aquarius. It's not that you want to stay stagnant. It's not that you don't want to have moment moments of action, um, but you need to have moments of stillness. And so the um, I, I, this one, like you pretty much like I grew up Adventist, right? So they're they used to be really strict about keeping the Sabbath, the seventh day, Saturday. And but in those 24 hours, you don't from sunset to sunset. You don't, you know, the TV's off, cell phones off, you know, um, music off you're in nature as long as you don't get in the, you know, like you could go to the beach, but you couldn't get wet. Like we weren't allowed to swim on Sabbath. Um, but it was so funny. Like my parents, they, I remember the first time we would go to like these beach vespers and stuff, because we used to go to a white church at first. And then when I was in high school, junior high, mom, one of my teachers, um, she told my mom, like, why don't you bring her to the black church? And stuff, and so then that's when we started to go to the beach. And my mom would be like, oh, my God, they let their kids swim in the water on Sabbath. And I remember, like, we weren't allowed to go in the water. And then, of course, my brothers pushed the limit. So one year they did. And we all got in trouble because they and they didn't even get in the water. They just got like their ankles wet or stuff. And then by the time I was done with high school, my baby brother would be like swimming in the water and like back stroking and like had his swim shorts and he had a change of clothes and like his beach towel and sandals and it became acceptable and you know like that type of a thing so it was just kind of interesting to to see that but we did have a a day of rest um whereas I think with other religions they you can still now now the religion like you it, it we've taken on like the practices of the other religions. So we will still like watch TV, you know, um, we will still work on Saturday, we will um, still consume, you know, like internet music. And so we don't have that moment of stillness that we used to. Um, Like the other religions, you can work on your day of, of Sabbath and stuff like that. And so you don't really get a downtime. But the other component was that you get to, um, it's the sense of community, right? So I was talking about how black women in the church, you're going to the potlucks, you're talking with each other, you know, and when you go to prayer meeting, there would be tears, there would be moments of celebration, moments of getting together. And if you were sick, people would come and visit you. and, And so you had this network. And so as much as we, we ding religion, um, it has its pros and cons for for women in particular. And so it was interesting, you know, to hear her perception. I understand because in her mind, it's like, I don't want you to be in a log cabin with books, but it helped me understand why she's like, I really need you all to be in a relationship. Like you need to like have happiness and to have a loving companion and have kids or something or somebody around you and that type of thing. So I get it. And that was an aha moment for me to understand where she's going with her content. I talked a little bit about how, like, even with my ex-boyfriend, I think that um, as much as I could have tried to have the conversations with him, it's not that I hated him before or, you know, that type of thing. I don't think that he was able to really, um, like, if I want to, I can call my sis, little sister after this. And I can be like, girl, da-da-da-da. we're going to laugh. We're going to talk. She's going to tell me how she feels. I can be angry, sad, happy, sleepy, hungry, whatever. And we have some really good chats about it. We can talk about life events or, like, what's going on in the news and stuff like that. And, we, and we'll be good. But, like, and some people will say, like, um you know, well, you just need to find another man like that. Eh. If he comes, he comes, but I'm not going to hold my breath, right? I just find it so much. So let's go to the second level. So this was so interesting because this is like um, all the things that are, the conversations that are being put out there for women to consider. So one, you can live in a log cabin and get yourself a dog and live with books. Although I'm going to tell you that's not really the reality. Like when I see single women... And this is why, again, I talk about how the more we talk about it, I can understand your perception. Because in my world, what I was seeing is that usually the women that are single is they're traveling. They are doing their hobbies, you know, and traveling. Right. And so they're just carefree and they don't have any bounds to whatever they want to do they can get up and go and move the way that they want to and they usually have other friends that that are with them you know um and what I have seen a lot common too on Facebook is like a lot of women will say like hey I'm I'm in this area if you're interested in this this and this then let's link up and so you know actively look for other women that you can become friends with and And so on and so forth that. And so then that's why I couldn't quite understand why there's this like um, push for women to get into relationships. But now you can understand that some people or the guys that are telling you, like, get a dog type of a thing. That's how they perceive you, you know. But no, we're fine. Like we have community. We have family. We still have our our roles. If I ever want to have a child. I can adopt a child or become a mentor or volunteer my time and still connect with people and still have a, um, I'll never forget like right around the time that I decided I wasn't going to have children. Um, uh, cause I still wanted to have one child that was kind of like, uh, I call it my love child, but, um, and who knows y'all, because I probably still could have, but, um, I remember somebody said, you know, you can have your spiritual children. And when she said that, it definitely clicked for me because I was like, that makes sense, right? I'm still a nurturing person. I still care about people. And I still like to give them the best advice possible and stuff like that. So that's something that still can come down the pipeline. The lesbian thing is a so you hear my mom she's chatting it up she's been calling all her friends out here um but it's still kind of savage so they're not gonna do anything until tomorrow but um so um is the lesbianism thing so for me i talked about this in the last podcast and it didn't record but i talked about how i think women are very attractive I, um but not attractive in the way that when i look at i y'all know i like muscles on a guy So, like, if I see a guy with a well-developed anterior serratus or, like, a good gluteus maximus, some good shoulders, broad shoulders, you know, great pecs, um, muscular arms, like, a good square jaw, dimples, deep voice, nice calves, and that type of thing, then it just does something for me, right? Don't let him have a deep voice, too. What? Girl, what? No. And some height. So, but I do, and I've said this before, I think that women are attractive. I think that it's easy for me to see why women are attractive, but I just don't feel, like, sexual. And it's not because I don't think that they're dirty or anything. I I talked about this, too, in the last podcast where it was kind of, like, you know, the one I was trying to upload. But it's, to me, it's like, um, I have never wanted to be a man. I've had to take on masculine energy in order to survive in the workplace um, and I do like being around healthy um uh, masculine energy right um but I part of the reason I think it's so easy for me to to see other women as beautiful is because I think that there is beauty to my female anatomy. I think that there is beauty to the way that my body is is shaped you know, and everything from my breasts to the curve in my hips and, you know, a little bit of booty. It's not as big as a stereotypical black girl, but I got a little something I can work with there. And if I do my squats and stuff like that, it, it can get a little on the plumper side and that type of thing. But I just love the essence of being a woman. And I like when a guy appreciates that like in the intimate moments. Right. And, and I, and so, especially when you're intimate, I feel like I love to feel a man's body. I like how that feels. And I appreciate that he likes how I feel as a woman. Right. Um, and I, I just like that. Um, so, and so could I ever cross over to where I'm like, Ended up being sexual with another woman. It's not really my thing. I'm not saying they're not attractive. I just, it doesn't do anything for me right now. Um, Speaking of which, even like, here's the thing. Like, if I were, you know how uh, the phrase that's going around is like, mess around and find out. So the thing with that is, we've been talking a little bit about masculine women. And knowing me, I probably, let's just say, although I, I think... If I were to end up with another woman, she, we're both going to have to be feminine. F it. I'm not looking for a polarity at this point. I don't want to be in a relationship with a masculine man. They actually scare me. <laughs> if I'm being quite honest, masculine men scare the fuck. Me. <laughs> um, so, but... I feel like if I were to get into a relationship with a masculine woman, she would she would screw me over the same way that my exes did. Like, I feel like she would be promiscuous and like touching up on like other females and, you know, calling me all kinds of bees and hoes and, you know, just not able to because I I'm sentimental, right? And so I wouldn't, it would be just not, I know it's not a good fit. Like I wouldn't even try to force it, but she would be like, girl, why are you crying? Why are you so soft? Why are you so sentimental? And I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to go call my little sister, you know, type of a thing. Um, So at least if it was like the other girl kind of understood that, you know, okay, she's a little sentimental. It's okay, babe you know, but I, I wouldn't want to be with a masculine woman. That's just kind of like, why are you crying? Why you got emotions? Why are you worrying about that? And I'm like, oh, if I really wanted this, I would have gotten a guy with a -a dingling, like, you know, like, so yeah, I just, there's not really compatibility for me with a masculine man, a masculine woman. Um, so, but yeah, so I think I've addressed that, like, there's the option it's not my thing it doesn't like i can't say i've ever been aroused by another woman but i think that they are beautiful um but i again i think we all are and a little bit of it is like cocky or conceited i think i am too so (laughs) right um and then last but not least y'all know i love the golden girls and one of the things I loved about the Golden Girls, and that's something I really want for my end of life, is how they all had their boyfriends and their children, but they still had family to come back to. And I resonate more with Dorothy, which, by the way, she's the only one who got married, if I'm not mistaken. I think Blanche got married and then the guy died on her date or something like that, or like on the wedding night. I don't but Dorothy ended up being the only one that ended up getting married to a wealthy, like, multi-millionaire at the time. The irony of it all. Spoiler alert. And then, um, but I just love Dorothy because she was just kind of like living her whole best entire life. And she had her ex that, you know, it's kind of like, how the hell did I end up with him? Type of a thing. And they all had their children, um... And so they had relationship with children, but they still had where they could have those conversations. And they had everything from like health scares to at one point Rose thought she was going to live under a bridge and they came in to support her. And all of these, they went on, on like game shows together. And Sophia was just in there, all in the mix too, just as vibrant and still, you know, even though her children were grown grown compared to the you know like the other ones these were still her babies you know and it was funny because a lot of times it was kind of like Dorothy would get jealous because Dor- uh, Blanche and Rose would she would be the default mom so you can still have community we're not gonna die alone at one point they even got a pet dog Rose got a pet dog and they had to get the get the dog out because Blanche was like, I don't like anything that can't let the toilet to pee. <laughs> the toilet seat to pee. Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah, I think like the way of the future is, you know, you can have that Golden Girls community. Like I kind of asked you guys at the end of the last podcast, which one do you think I would gravitate towards? And I hope you would choose Golden Girls. I've binge watched the golden girls and i laugh and i cry every single time and you know um that i like the friends that i have now it was so interesting because when we were all single oh my gosh we would be out every single freaking weekend and then um one of them got married and now she has a kid and then the other one she completed her career like she was going to school to become a massage therapist And so not only is she working full-time, but she has to take care of her parents, her her elderly parents. Um, She's the baby. And so um, all of her other siblings have children and are married. And then so the weight is on her to take care of the mortgage and get both of them to their hospital appointments and stuff like that. And then the other one, she is always dating. Every week I talk to her. She has different guys in the lineup and stuff like that. And so I just live vicariously through her. And then there's me. I'm just figuring my way out through life. I've tried so many entrepreneurial ventures and stuff like that. Um, I've had so many fluctuations. I've been on, you know, just about every short of having a kid. I've been in relationships when they're in relationships. And now I'm, I'm single. I'm like basically the only single one on um, the other three have their in relationships long-term relationships and then the other one she's just dating but we're kind of busy you know but we've made a pact that worst case scenario we'll do like a girl's trip we all went to go see the movie girl's trip we went to see the movie um 50 shades of gray loved it hated it we you know went out to eat we would go out and eat and stuff and i miss those days but we also kind of have this understanding that when we're old and we're retiring, if we're still alive, we're going to all live together. We're, we were like, we're going to do this, the Golden Girls thing. And it's so funny because I love the Golden Girls. They love the Golden Girls. Like, I'm thinking of my best friends right now, too. And they... um. We kind of just have this understanding that when we're old and life is over, we're going to be able to sit down and, you know, as long as we're alive. But I'm sure that if some of us don't make it that long, we'll find another person that we can adapt. Um, I remember like actually one of the first stories with um, the Golden Girls was um Blanche had the house. She has a house in Florida and it's a beautiful home. Like even in today's day and age, it's like a really nice open layout with greenery and open and you know type of a thing and so she has this beautiful home but she wants to get some roommates and so even then it's this whole idea of like they became such good friends that at one point um not only did they try to help Rose who thought she had you know was gonna live under a bridge because her finances she hadn't prepared for retirement and her husband pension wasn't paying out and stuff like that but and at one point, Rose sold shares of the house so that they could all be on the deed because they tried to install a toilet or something. And then I guess the city found out and she didn't have the proper paperwork to have tenants in there. And so um, she's like, well, they're not tenants, they're homeowners. So she put their names on the deeds and stuff like that. But um, and so they all became co-owners and stuff like that. Um but yeah, no, so, and so I was talking about how it, it just, these strangers can meet and become the best of friends and we still have community. And like I said, there was near one dog in the, in the whole, like, I think was it was like nine or 11 seasons. um. And that dog got sent back to the, wherever Rose got it from. But, so yeah, it, it's not, it's not as scary as people seem, can make it seem that being said and then i'll end it here um so my mom they they came back from costa rica they're only here for a few days because my dad is trying to get the citizenship um and he has to leave the country every 90 days so uh but i think last time they were here if i say they were here for three weeks. They were only here for three weeks, and I think they're gonna do the same thing now. Cause they're not, I already asked my mom, and she's like, um, no. I was like, You're gonna be here for my birthday? She's like, No. And I was like, Well, this is gonna be like the third year that they're not here for my birthday, but I'm not salty. Do I sound salty? Yeah, I'm salty. (laughs) Um, and I try to give them the whole, I'm your only girl. Like, you haven't been here for the last two years. They don't give up. But they want me to go back with them, that's why. So we'll see. We will see. We will see, y'all. Cause I'll it'll be so funny if I'm like recording to you live from Costa Rica. Pura vida. (laughs) Um listen. So um but she so she told me that one of her somebody that she knew out there. Actually, and this was so funny because this was right after I had heard Mina talk and um, and so I saw that Tanya was doing her interview with Priscilla, and so I stopped watching um, what Mina had said. and so when I started watching Tanya and Priscilla, Tanya does the, the um, she does a break every half an hour. And so I had gone out to the kitchen and so for the little bit of time we were talking, my mom was saying like, oh, one of her, the people she knows, she lives in a cabin by herself and she wanted her brother to go live with her. And so I was like, okay, well, there could be some women that, you know, they're, they're going to get a cabin and that type of a thing. But, and I was thinking like, why even try to have your brother be the person, just get yourself another woman that can stay there with you. You know, and the bonus is, too, if she wants to pay you rent and you have each other and you're safe and you can keep each other company. And it was funny, too, because when my mom um, came yesterday, she just like looked at me. She's like, how can you stay by yourself? And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, if it was me, I just wouldn't be able to make it and stuff. Um, But again, she's been married and has kids and. Even over there, she always has, like, people around her and stuff like that. She's always been a social person. But I let her know, like, I mean, short of, like, locking everything up at night, like, I still have people I talk to. I still, if I when I want to, go out and stuff like that, too. Um, And stuff. And it won't be for a long time, too. I feel like um, my biggest concentration is learning how to trade. I remember when I was making, I was looking at my journal today. And so I saw in there where I had made I was starting to make pretty good amounts like I had made 200, 300, 500, 500, 600 and 800 and then I lost 1300 the following week, right? But it's this whole idea of like if I can get back up to like 800 a day give or take, some of the people in my trading group they're making like 2000 a day, 4000 a day, 17000 a day. So I know the potential is there. And um, and I'm pretty sure, like, even though I'm an introvert, I'm pretty sure, like, once I start having more income, I'm probably going to travel a little bit more. I do want to go on some cruises. And I wouldn't mind paying for, like, one of my friends to go with me. I, I'm kind of like that girl. <laughs> the first time I, I became, quote unquote, wealthy... I was paying for everybody's meals like I'd pay for like seven people's meals Um, and I am a huge tipper and if I'm doing something everybody's doing it type of a thing so I but this time I'll be more responsible but I wouldn't mind paying for like a girlfriend to you know or or, like covering like let's say if I wanted to go to Vegas which I my little sister is out there so I could go visit her more often. But just get a really like i don't mind paying for like a really i can't just stay in any hotel I have to stay in like a five star so anytime i'm traveling anywhere I look for a five star hotel um on my bucket list is to go to all of the win hotels in the United States so that's going to be one of my get rich cross off the list type of things, but I don't mind. Like you know, of course they're gonna have to pay for some of their stuff too, because you don't want to have codependency. But when it comes to other women too, where they're just kind of leeching off of you, because I have had that in the past, um where it's like the the other woman will be friends with me because I'm making money and I do tend to share it, <clears throat> and then. Um, I've shared this story with y'all before and, and I, I actually bought a calculator and I like, handed it to her and she's like, I don't know, this was a 4.0 GPA student and she's like, I don't know how to calculate how much I spent on my on my cheesecake factory and we we're like, bruh, you know, so um, I'm just kind of careful of that part too, but I don't mind like, as long as you pay for your food and your transportation or we split the cost of transportation if we rent something, you know, but I don't mind paying for If I'm going to stay in a nice hotel, then you don't have to co- cover that part. But just cover your food and everything else. And yeah, let's go. Let's roll. Let's get with it, you know? And so I'm, I, I'm not the most extroverted person. But obviously, once you start making more, then you can kind of venture out a little bit more. So that's kind of just the space I am. But by nature, I'm kind of more like a stay-at-home type of person. I told my mom I actually could see myself Um, in Costa Rica, I would have to go scope it out. I've been there before. Um, but she said it has changed so much, like where I went to college. Um, she said it like, I wouldn't even be able to recognize it anymore. Cause I was like, mom, do you remember there was like a little restaurant where like they used to sell, um, really good, um, fish, like, and we would get our allowance and, i've always been a foodie and so i would i would spend a good chunk on like this um like pescatarian cuisine it was so freaking good and it was close to the house um and stuff and so she started to tell me like they've developed the area so every when you think of how tropical it was it's like now it's just like grocery stores and i was like no you know And then one of my other, um, I call her like my aunt, which coincidentally, speaking of which, right? So she's single and um, I think she has like five sisters. I'm pretty sure she has five sisters. And so she built her house in Costa Rica and they built it in such a way that it's three sisters. So if I'm not mistaken, two sisters are downstairs and then she has all of upstairs to herself. And so she was having that built. Um, and so she just retired this, this past, this summer. Um, and so she just went and moved over there. And so she was telling me, cause she knows I like to go to like resorts and stuff. And so she was telling me there's a resort out there. And I'm like, mom, um, I'm gonna go down there and figure out like where I want to live. Um, and if, if, it, if it's, cause even here, It's pretty quiet. So um, my mom's like, you're going to love it. It's quiet. So she kind of knows my personality too and stuff. And I can just trade from down there. You know, y'all really will just legit be hearing me um, trading and doing my podcast from Costa Rica. Um, I'll probably still welcome to the U.S. You know, I have family out here. Um, And there's still places I want to explore in the United States and stuff like that. But. Yeah, I don't I don't think being single is all that bad. I like I said, with the log cabin thing, I understand it too. Um, but I think that we're in a day and age where we're we don't have to depend on the titles, you know? And can you be in a relationship with a with a guy? Um, yeah, I'm not anti-relationship. I, like I said, I've tried it. I had my romanticized ideas of what companionship, companionship meant. Um, but, um, I'm just saying that it doesn't make you, it doesn't mean you're going to have a rotten life, you know? Um, and if you want to explore what it means to be like, I think, a mother, then look for, you know, Priscilla had said this. It's like when you start to think about how many children are already orphaned, we don't need to be worried about bringing more children into the earth. We need to focus on the ones that are here, you know, and if you didn't have a children like I have six God kids. I actually want to get one more. Um, I want to be able to provide for one more. And so I'm just kind of like, I would say praying, but like, I'm just, um, really gearing myself up to be able to be able to leave something behind for a seventh godchild. Um, and at this point I have more, more, I have only, so I have two, three, three, um, goddaughters. Okay. My niece. So it's four. And then, um, yeah, basically at this point, oh my gosh, it, well, it's going to be eight children in total. Um, four boys and four girls, because it's going to be four um, four God sons. And it, it was three before, but now it's going to be four, because I have to look out for this um, this young man. And in some way, shape or form and type of thing. So I just keep that in the back of my mind. And I'm not too terribly hands-on involved, but... I just want to leave something behind that will give him a, um, a a stepping stone in life, and I feel like life has dealt him a terrible blow. But it's just kind of like you know when you when you think about. I sometimes like to think of myself as like a fairy godmother, and even though I'm working on those things for myself, I feel like. Um, I understand what it means to just be a breath of fresh air or encouragement. And I want it to be something tangible that they can look back and say, like, somebody looked out for me. Somebody cared for me. um, And be inspired to go on and be the best versions of of themselves and stuff. So, yeah, y'all. Eight. I have one niece. And at this point, it's going to be seven godkids. So, and yeah and so that alone should be enough to keep us occupied right and they thankfully they have for them except for this last one he doesn't really like have his mom or dad but like um for the most part they're being taken care of by their by their parents but even about the orphans you know like i said like you can adopt um Newborns if you want to, you know, if you really wanted to have like from the beginning that type of a thing, but if you don't wanna have to worry about changing diapers, you can um adopt toddlers or, you know, teenagers or you can do mentorship and stuff. Like you're still needed, you still are part of the community and stuff. So Alright, y'all. Let me go figure out what else I'm gonna get myself into trouble. I'm here drinking my ayaso tea, which I think oh yeah, it's still good, nice and cold. Drink my ayaso tea. I just love the flavor; it's fruit punch. All right, yeah. <laughs> it's that moment. It's like you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. All right, so I'm gonna hang up. Talk to y'all later. Bye.